Hello, Govs Nation. You're listening to the PCAST presented by CDE Light Band. Each week, we take you around Austin P, the Athletics Department, and occasionally the OVC, thanks to our good friends at CDE. CDE Light Band offers electricity, internet, video, and voice services with blazing fast speed and superior performance with the additional convenience of 24-7 local support and bundling all your utilities into a single bill. Thank you to our friends at CDE, and thanks to you, the listeners, who make us worth sponsoring. I am Casey Krieger. He is Alex Allard. Welcome to the nation's top-ranked Austin P podcast, a podcast that took off a little more time than was planned, but... Oh, well, we're back now. Alex, how are you now? Good, and you? Not so bad. But glad you finally got that right. Uh, <laughs> took long enough. Yeah, it did. Because you finally started watching Letterkenny. I sure did. Finally. Not so bad. He finally got to his homework assignment that was assigned during soccer season. <laughs> um, I guess he did watch Archer first, so he did follow that rule. And I guess not rule. Complete that task. Yes, it was, it was a very good So time. now you started Letterkenny. You've only yeah. watched a couple episodes. Yeah, I think I'm about four episodes in. Opening of the first episode is the best part. Oh, I was just dying laughing. There's it a couple more scenes like that. I won't spoil it for anybody that has watched it, mainly because I can't say most of the things they say, and I also can't remember most of them because it goes on for so long. Mm-hmm. Uh, the cold openings to that show, though, there's a couple of them that are just like, they steal the show. Oh, yeah. There's like, I, I've got like three or four off the top of my head that's like, yep, the first 90 seconds of the show is better than the rest of it, which it's just... Like, it's not saying it's a bad show. It's just the first 90 seconds are so funny. Yeah, it just draws you in. And, I mean, then you're just stuck watching. And then they have season. nothing to do with what happened the rest of the show. But yeah, exactly. It's, it's fun. It's, it's kind of like The Office in that way almost. Yeah, but, yeah. But I don't, I don't want to compare those two shows. No. <laughs> so how was Christmas? It wasn't so bad. It was quiet. Yeah, Allard Household. Allard Household was quiet. What did you guys do? Anything um, fun? Just I mean, normal you know, stuff. Yeah, pretty much normal stuff. Open presents in the morning. Um, I cooked. The only thing different was that Alex cooked all of uh, Christmas uh, lunch. So what did you cook for Christmas lunch? I cooked ham. Um, so you made the ham, all the, all the vegetables and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I mean, it was just normal Christmas stuff, honestly. Ham, vegetables. What, what was your best... Obviously, the ham was the main dish. Yeah, ham's always. What the main was dish. the best side dish you prepared? Deviled eggs. Deviled I mean, eggs. De- deviled eggs. I mean, like, I mean, Dad was like, I don't know if I want to let you do them, but I was like, Hey, you know, I, I got, got it. it. Did this you have any help at all? My sister helped. Okay, how but, old's your uh, sister? Sixteen. Okay, got to think about that for a second. Yeah. So you and your sister did all the cooking for the Allard family. We sure did. And it went well. House it, is still there. It's still there for uh, as far as I know. Okay. How about you? How was your Christmas? Uh, well. Much more exciting. The whole Kruger family and my aunt and my grandmother all got COVID uh, at Christmas. Well, I guess we got it after Christmas. We all, I guess we all got it together okay. at Christmas. I mean, Christmas Day and the day before Christmas, we're fine. They're pretty, well, nor- pretty there normal. Go, right. Pretty normal. And then, you know, like the day after Christmas, my dad and brother both woke up and thought they were dying. <laughs> that, that's not so good. Yeah. Uh, so my dad and brother were felt bad first. They tested positive. So the rest of us went and got tested. Then me and my mom were positive. And my aunt was positive. Like hours after me and my mom tested before we got our results, and then my grandmother was positive two days later, and it's just like the whole family got it. COVID Christmas. Yeah, so I got to spend uh, six extra days in Johnson City at my parents' house, unplanned, without my PlayStation, which was tough for a quarantine. That's it's a big staple of quarantine life. Is just what, what's the go-to game on the PlayStation? Oh, for quarantine, it's Red Dead because I can kill seven hours. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> Listen, you never <laughs> run out, you never run out of things doing Red Dead Redemption. This is true. That is how you kill time. Uh, everybody's feeling better though. Um, I think that this bout of COVID in the Kruger family proves that I am the healthiest of the Krigers, okay. not the division one runner. Uh, <laughs> he felt sick for two days and his body could not handle COVID as well as mine. You just tank. That's all it I, is. I, I, I'm the healthiest. I'm the strongest. I'm the most in shape. 
I'm the fittest of the Kriggers. I'm a picture of perfection and health. And I'm glad you believe that. That's I, all that matters. The disease had nothing on me, this but it true. got it got the Division One runner. So maybe maybe we need to talk about that. Maybe he's not as in, his, in yeah. shape and healthy as everybody mm-hmm. thinks. Couldn't handle a little bit of COVID. Nope, <laughs> I got him though. There you go. Uh, At least got him beating something. I mean, something right? I can beat him in a lot of things. Okay. How about Terry? Terry Taylor. Terry Taylor. For those of you that do not know, Terry Taylor has signed a two-way contract with the Indiana Pacers. I mean, he still plays for the Mad Ants, right? But he also plays for the Pacers. Mm-hmm. Some people are confused by that. Yeah, it, and and it really comes down to you can spend so many days up with the team. So it's, it's like not a ten day. It's a it's like because we're not. I think people get confused because when you're on a G League team, other teams can come sign you off another right. team's G League team. Exactly. So it's not like minor league baseball with the G Leagues where you're mm-hmm. like only playing for that team. Mm-hmm. But this means that the Pacers have control of him no matter if he's playing for the Mad Ants or the Pacers. Right, exactly. And, I mean, and he's been up with the Pacers the past week. I mean, granted, he, he hasn't seen the court yet. But, I mean, he's up there. Uh, G League season actually starts today, I believe. Yeah. So I think, you know, we, you might see him a little bit with the Mad Ants. But, you know, Pacers, not saying anything bad about him, but uh, – not one of the best teams in the NBA. So. He said he hasn't seen the court yet, and Colby Wilson did say he was doling out the best high fives in the league the other night. <laughs> was he? I, I'll have to I check wasn't out those watching, highlights. but I was told he was giving out the best high fives in the league. Uh, well, I mean, what do you expect? Nothing less from Terry Taylor. Best high fives, best whatever. Yeah, he, he's just the best at everything. But yeah. Anything else about Terry playing in the NBA? Hope he makes his debut soon. I have my Terry Taylor Indiana Pacers jersey ordered. On the way? It is on Which the way. Which jersey did you get? It's the white one. It's like the, the white, cl- the traditional, the, the white, or like the city edition, or like yeah, one. I think it's the city. The, okay, but like I, I was looking because like he only has three available, and it's like the the yellow, the blue, and the white. And I was like, the yellow and blue are too much like Murray State, so it's like I gotta get you the, white, the one. white. What's but on? Is it like the? It says Indiana Pacers, and it's kind of like in a circle design with yep, the number in the in middle. middle. Okay, yep. I think that's just the regular home jersey. Okay, so it's a clean looking jersey. Good luck, and it doesn't look too much like Murray State. Exactly. Well, uh, basketball. It's been a lot of basketball since the last podcast. We haven't done a PCAST since uh, December 9th. Well, we did a Kim McGowan special right. with our new soccer coach. Uh, we haven't done a regular PCAST since because, you know, we did that one. Then we did the Kim McGowan one, and then it was Christmas, and then I had to miss a week because of COVID. And here we are. We're back. We are back. So we have to wrap up non-conference for the men. Uh, the men went 4-6 and six in non-conference play. They ended on a tough three-game stretch playing North Florida, South Florida, and at Vanderbilt. Uh, tough way to end non-conference, but, you know. Got you yeah. ready for OVC play. You're prepared. Exactly. But the Govs started OVC play with a pair of losses to UT Martin and SEMO on last Thursday and Saturday. Nate James was not with the team for either of those games. He also tested positive for COVID before the Thursday game. So hopefully he'll be back this week. Uh, excited to get him back on the court for OVC games. And, you know, the men, we're going to get back out there tomorrow. Tomorrow, Thursday. Thursday, January 6th? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, that yes. sounds right. But that game has been postponed mm-hmm. due to COVID-19 problems within the SIUE program. So now the men... You know, a little more time to get get back in the gym, get things worked on, get, get Nate James back, you know, get ready for Moorhead on Saturday. That's definitely a team you want to take all the time you can to get ready for it, too. Yeah, more, the OVC leading Moorhead State, the defending tournament champs. Mm-hmm. Uh, tough, tough task coming here Saturday. So, you know, extra couple of days, yeah, you want to play Thursday. But, you know, not, you can't be that upset about an extra couple of days to carry for those guys. Exactly. What did you see from the men that you liked during non-conference play in these first couple conference games? So, I mean, overall, I mean, like I'm looking at the last two games, and like, yes, there's losses, but, I mean – I would say, you know, the silver lining in it, in it is uh, Caleb Stone Carowell. I mean, he had 18 against UT Martin, 15 against SEMO. Overall, efficient nights both ends. It's like, I mean, I just love seeing the progression from him from the beginning of the season to now. And I think, I think he's going to be a guy that we're going to rely on, especially going down the stretch of conference season. He can score. He can score. 
What's something from this Minster you want to see more of? You got to start off better. Um, better starts. Yeah, better starts. First three minutes of the game. First five first, minutes of the first game. First three minutes of the game. I mean, I was messing with stats the other day, and it's like over the first three minutes of their past two games, they've been outscored 24 to 4. Yeah. And it's like, can't do that. No, and you're not going to win games against your Belmonts and your Murrays starting out like that. So No, you can't dig holes and come out of them against good no. teams. No, you can't. But I, I feel like if, if you get out, especially against Moorhead State, I mean, Moorhead State, yes, they're the defending champions. But if you can get out to a 12 to 2, 12 to 5, whatever run like that, get the momentum. Stay even with them, even. Yeah, exactly. And it's just like. Give yourself a chance. Exactly. I mean, you don't want to fall behind early, you know. Play your game of basketball, honestly. Right. You can't deal with as much when you're behind because you, you have to change your game plan and everything. Right. If you stay close or stay stay ahead, you can follow what you want to do. Women's team, on the other hand. They've been pretty good lately. Been on a bit of a heater since the last PCAST. They went 5-1 and one since we've last done a podcast. So maybe they want us to never podcast again. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> the girls won their final four non-conference games, beating Bellarmine, UNC Asheville, Gardner-Webb, and UT Southern. Oh, guess what? They didn't trail in any of those games. That's... I I think that's a pretty good recipe for wins. It's like (laughs) part of it's just like, oh, yeah, we won the tip and happened to score first each game, which shout out to Lyric Cole for winning like the past 12 tips in a (laughs) row. Um, But the fact that you never let teams back into games where they could catch you is the impressive part there. Uh, The ladies lost their OVC opener, UT Martin. UT Martin, 70 to 62 in the Dunn Center. They bounced back for a big 70 to 62 win at SEMO on Saturday. That snapped a four game losing streak to SEMO. It was the first win in the series for the Gov since February 21st, 2019, and the first win at the Show Me Center in Cape Girardeau since February 3rd, 2018. So, you know, fixing a whole lot of that in that series, it's good to get back on the board against the Red Hawks. Um, women were supposed to play tomorrow, too. Tomorrow. Thursday, tomorrow, Thursday. Today's Wednesday, tomorrow's Thursday. But that game got postponed. Yep. So the women will be rescheduled for their SIU game on January 17th, Martin Luther King Jr. Day. So, you know, now they've got extra time to prep for Moorhead on yep. Saturday. What have we liked from the women? What uh, I I know what I've liked. I want to know what you've liked. You haven't seen every game, but I haven't been able to see every game. And I, didn't I get like your opinions on these because you're not with the team every day, and you get a little, right. bit, a little bit of an outside opinion here. I mean, honestly, and, and I mean this is just such a cli- and I don't mean to be cliche, but it's like you know top to bottom. I think the teams looked really solid. I mean, like, I think I think the communication on the court. I mean, like I was there watching the UT Martin game. I thought the communication throughout the entire game was great. Um, you know, your shooters are knocking down shots. You know, you're grabbing rebounds. Um, over, I just thought overall it's been a good. I don't think there's a drop-off, a big one, when you go to the bench. I mean, obviously, you're bringing your leading scorer off the bench with Yamaya Johnson, who's third in the OVC in scoring. But aside from her, when you go to the bench, you're not not losing a lot. Right. Like, maybe they don't have, like, the three best players in the OVC. I think they have a couple of the better players in the OVC. But, like, if you want to break it down, maybe they, like, Kaitlyn Young's averaging a double-double, I think. Like, you don't have her. But the depth just all the way across that team is good. Right. What do you want to see more of? You've watched hmm. you you've seen a game more recently than I have in person. I have. I hmm. I know this is definitely easier said than done, but it's like when we get cold, we get really cold. I mean, I think it, it comes a matter of you know whenever you find out that I don't know UT Martin has made the last eight or ten points or whatever. You know, I mean, you want to be able to snap. You know, go get an easy bucket in the paint or something. Limit like that. cold stretches. Exactly. Or make them not as. There's guy. I think it was down in Florida. We had a couple quarters where we just you'd play a really good game but it's like oh you scored four points in a quarter right you can have a bad quarter but make score 10 points in your bad quarters exactly don't score four or there's like a quarter where who was it maybe it was somebody we played they went like one for 14 in a quarter and that was the difference in the game it's Mm -hmm. can't do that no you you definitely don't especially around you know ovc play especially against you know teams like murray or 
whatnot. I mean, I'm excited to see some people on this women's team get healthy too. Me too. I think Kamaya Ward's going to be a good option. She plays kind of like Lyric. Mm-hmm. That's what my thought is. Um, they're both tall. They're both long. They both get up and down the floor. Uh, I'm excited to see what she can do because she hasn't played this year. But I think she will be a good addition to that team. Like I said, just overall depth. I think that team's really deep, right. and she will help with that. Anything else about the uh, the basketball? One? No, I think that's about it. I mean, I'm just I'm excited to watch both of these teams take on Moorhead, though. It'll be it'll be fun. Well, that's enough of us for now. Uh, we're gonna take a break, and we'll be right back with Elton Walker, the men's basketball team, right after this. Joining us on the PCAST, he's usually throwing down dunks in the Dunn Center today. He takes a shot at podcasting. It's Elton Walker, the Austin P. Men's basketball team. Elton, welcome to the PCAST. How are you doing today? How are you doing, man? Glad, glad to be here. All right, Elton, let's get right into it. You're a senior in school here. Yes, sir. So you're just about done. Right. You're going to graduate in the spring? Spring, yes, you sir. you excited about that? I'm excited. What do you have left? A couple classes? A couple not classes left. Not a big left. semester for you? Or? Not a big one. Just a couple of classes left. Just to finish, it off, the, just to finish, off, finish off the semester, and I'll be done. That's good. That's always a good time. Yep. So let's go back, back in the day. You were a football player first. Correct. You were 12 years old playing for the Palmetto Bay Broncos. Right. You broke your hip. Right. How do you break your hip as a 12-year-old playing football? Uh, really, it was just it was a, it was surprising to me too as well. Uh, I was at running back. You know, I caught a pitch in the backfield, went to the right side. I just took a bad step. And, you know, I just went down. So it wasn't a, like you didn't get hit at all. That's kind of crazy. Yeah, I was untouchable. I was because I was reading it in the article. I found it. it's just like he broke his. It was like oh, he must have got just hit. Hit. Nope. Somebody put a helmet on his hip. No, nope. just just. just yeah, I don't know where. Like a ghost, no. like a ghost just hit me. It was crazy. What's recovery like for that when you're? I mean, I'm sure that's a tough injury to recover from at any age, but you're right. 12. Right. So really, like just like every day, daily. You know, we had hip therapy. Uh, it would be me getting on the field, trying to get back my my movements, my uh, my cuts, my my uh, my jukes. You know, uh, just really putting weight on it, trying to uh, strengthen it better. Just just to get back to normal. Really, really. Could you walk? Were you on crutches in a wheelchair? What was that? Uh, I think I was, if I'm not mistaken, I had a I had a cast at one point. Like a full leg cast. Yeah, like a full leg cast, keep it stabilized. That sounds rough. Yeah, it was rough. It was funny though. I I had got a full cast, and I, the color I chose was purple. Okay. So I had a bright purple cast on my leg going to middle school. <laughs> so it was it was it was pretty funny. Did you ever play football again? Uh, I try, in high school I was about to my uh, ninth grade year, and then like just had problems again with it, you know. So I ain't never I never really wanted to like get back and hurt myself again. What so, positions were you? You were running back, you said? Running back and safety. You think you could still get out there and play football today? Yes, I do. So you think you could go go over to Scotty Walden and say, hey, I got it in my fifth year. Yeah, for play sure. Play some I football. For sure, I think. What I position? I'd probably go for receiver. Yeah. Yeah. Could, I think you look like a receiver. Yeah, most definitely. Listen, I mean, you're in shape now. Yeah. Your hips got to be feeling better. Way better. I, let's make the call. I think I, I think it's, I think it's a good idea. Let's make, the, let's make yeah. it happen. You're fine. Elton Walker might, playing yeah. receiver for the Govs. Right. All right, so did the football injury lead you to playing basketball? All in all, yes, it did. I chose I chose basketball just to like you know keep pressure off my hip. It's like a lighter sport to me in a way, so we tried that and like I mean, it benefited me in the, in the long run. So I kept it going. Did you play any other sports? 
baseball when I was younger as well. What position? I was shortstop, and I was like outfield. I think it was like right outfield because I was like really fast. Athletic, yeah. 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 So you gave up baseball though? I gave, up, I gave up after that, and I was just not so I just – There's a lot of good baseball players down in Miami. No, I'm not. So you made the switch to basketball. Right. I read you didn't play competitively until your sophomore year. Right. So you've only been playing basketball for what, five, six, seven years? Almost, yeah. Well, did you not play basketball at all before that, or was it something – At all. Like not even like Parks and Rec, just like nah, nothing. just like if it if I was playing, it was just for fun, like outside or like in the gym. So you just what made like did you just show up to basketball tryouts on your sophomore <laughs> year or what? What happened? It was How funny. Did you get actually, started? I, I I showed up freshman year and I made the team. I just like I don't know. I, I was I was thinking in my head like I don't know if this like the sport for me because I wasn't really like I didn't have the ability. I didn't I didn't know what I was doing really because I was I was so like sh- like strictly football. So then I went out there my 10th grade year, and I tried out again, and I made it. And, you know, from that point on, I just, like, perfected my craft and what I was doing. Just, like, really – I started off really, like, just rebounding, really, and playing solid defense. And just from there, I just upgraded. Did you feel like you were catching up a lot when you were playing basketball, or did your athleticism kind of help you make up for a lot of that? I think my athleticism helped me, like, in, in the long run. That's what kind of got you started, and then that allowed you to catch up with right. the rest of your – Correct. Tuning, fine-tuning some things and yeah. stuff. So, out of high school, you had one offer at Miami-Dade College, right? Yes. So, you went to junior college. Right. Was that where basketball kind of clicked for you, or did you kind of have that – did it kind of just, like, all fall into place in high school? I think it clicked for me when I was in, at Miami-Dade. It really, I took it all in, and I felt like it was, like, something that, that could take me far because I've gotten better at it in many ways. Was there, like, one thing you remember where you're just like, man, I can do this, like, this is, this is the right choice, I'm really good at this, or is it just kind of a whole season or what? I think, like, just really the whole season – Really, just coming to come in all, all in one. So you played two years at Miami-Dade. Correct. And you chose to come to Austin P. You had a couple other offers. Yes, sir. What's the biggest difference from junior college basketball to Division One basketball? I would say really just uh, the speed of the game. It's a lot more faster. You have to think more. Uh, you know, there's, there's way better guys in Division One. you know, so you have to um, be solid on both, both sides of the court. Um, it's a mental game as well. You know, in JUCO, really, like, it was, like, fast-paced. We really didn't – well, to me personally, I really didn't, like, think of it as, like, this would be important, the little things, right, for, like, boxing out, stuff like that. When I came here, it was, like, very important. And it was, like, it was on me every day about it, just the little things, really. So you started out as a football player. Correct. Hip injury. Yes. Switch sports, junior college, Division One. What what made you keep going? Like, what made you stick it out the whole time? And you've made it, I mean, to the highest level of college basketball. What right. what kept you going through all that? Uh, really, you know, I, I have, like, a huge support system back at home. They believed in me. They saw my potential in the sport as well. And they, and they said, just keep keep grinding, keep going hard. And I took that in, you know, and just did what I had to do. So everybody knows you can jump. Right. You can jump out of the gym. You right. did it in the dunk contest here at Gov's Madness. You right. do it in games. Have you always been able to do that, or is that something that you kind of found when you started playing basketball? Or were you hurdling people out there on the football field? Uh, really, like, I didn't really start jumping as high probably until, my, like, my 11th grade year, really. Just uh, for some reason, I just worked out, I worked out a lot. Because I, was, I, was, I wasn't really able to jump that high until I got my 11th grade year. I worked out, you know, weights, uh, certain leg strength, conditioning, and stuff like that. A lot of running, too, as well, I feel like, helped me, helped me along the way. To just get my uh, my verticality up. Did you ever do any track and field or anything like that? I feel like a lot of people find their jumping. Oh, that's tough because I that. I've tried that in high school and it went pretty bad. What were you doing? High jump, the long jump? No, I did. <laughs> I think it was the uh, what was it? I think it was four hundred. Four hundred. One lap. It was like one lap, and then like yeah. I I hit a curve and like my hip came in like it came in nope. place again. It was like no, you can't do it. You got to stop right here. <laughs> so it was pretty bad, yeah. 
Uh, Carlos told me to ask you what your favorite type of dog is. <laughs> That's funny. My favorite type of dog is a corgi. A corgi. Yes. With the ears up. Yeah. Okay. Why? I just love how they look. I just, I just feel like they meant for me. You, you Have you ever had a corgi? No, but I want one so bad. You're gonna get. What would you name your corgi? It's pretty tough. Uh, I'll probably go with like Billy. Billy the corgi. Yeah. I like it. I had, a, I, I had a uh, a wiener dog when I was younger though. What was his name? Or Brownie. Her name? Brownie. Brownie the wiener yes. dog. Yep. Just a lot of food names. There. Yep. Love it. So you remember Colby Wilson? Yes, sir. Colby wanted me to ask you. Um, he <laughs> said that you promised him an original Elton Walker painting. Right. Question one: He wants to know when that painting is going to be done. Uh, right now it's it's pretty a rough time right now. You know we got basketball coming in. Well, still going on. Um, school starting back up. So you know when uh, when everything dies down, I, I told Kobe, I know I'm gonna get him right. I'm, I'm gonna paint him a, a real nice uh, painting for him. What are you gonna paint him? Or do you not know yet? I probably give him a nice a nice sunset. I've heard you like to paint sunsets. Yeah. Do you paint a lot? Do you draw? Do you a lot of do a lot of art in your? When I was time? back home, me and my grandmother would paint a lot actually. And you guys paint a lot of sunsets. Well, not sunsets. I, I've like taken a liking to sunsets during like classes because I had like art classes back in the days in high school and stuff like that. So I really, I really, I really like the way I paint sunsets. Do you just paint or do you draw? Do you do any other kinds of art? I like painting really mostly. I really drawing is really not suitable for me. Is that one of the ways you like get away from basketball? It would probably probably be that painting as well um, and football really. What about do you do? Like, is there anything else you do to try and like when you're not playing basketball, when you're done with practice, a long day? What do you do to like relax and take your mind off everything? Uh, I'm really like a I'm a huge anime fan. Okay. Yeah, so I like to I like to reanimate. I saw your comics. Twitter header was anime. Right, anime. So the last time I tried to talk about anime on the PCAST with Jewel, I confused Yu-Gi-Oh, Naruto, Dragon Ball Z, and all those, and he got <laughs> mad at me. So okay. which one is yours? Which one's on your Twitter header? <laughs> right now. Which one's your favorite? I'm trying to see which one did I change it? It's with, it's with the dude, right? The yes. face. Yeah. That's. That's Hunter Hunter. Okay. That's a, that's another enemy that was not named. So that, that's like. Well, those are the only three I know. So. so yeah. Okay. So like, Hunter Hunter is just like really they're all like just action action uh, shows stuff like right. that. Yeah. But the the main one really for me that I like is Dragon Ball. When did you get into that? Or is that a new thing? Is that something you've always been into? I've say high school. Okay. High school, I really jumped. And Dragon Ball Z is your favorite, favorite right. of them. Okay. Yes. I'm trying to learn about them because everybody right. come on here is like, yeah, I, I like it. anime, and I'm like, well, I know the names of three. I love of them. it. Well, that answers my next question too. Gotcha. So you're a your major HHP Sport and Wellness. Right. You're done with it this spring. Yes, indeed. What are your plans? Are you gonna keep trying to play basketball? Are you gonna get a master's? You know, or, I was thinking, or is it still up in the air? Uh, I've talked about it with my family. Really, I wanted to uh, go ahead and get my master's. You know, with that with that extra year, just to uh, just to help me out to get ready for the uh, the long run. Um, really, I'm thinking about going back home. You know, uh, being being able to help my community. With like being becoming like an athletic director type like that back in high school because I have like good connections with my high school teachers and stuff like that, so I was thinking like maybe like we could be I could be I could be able to help back at home. So kind of like a sports management, sports administration master, right. something like that. Correct. Go back home, get that, work with the kids. That's a good that's a good thing to do. Right. All right. Last question before we do our rapid fire questions. Gotcha. Why did you choose Austin P? I feel like you know Austin P was a was a great choice for me. You know I just really like. I wasn't really like big on like uh, going really high or like low like divisions wise. I just wanted to really like go out go out here and work and just work hard at, at what I do and help being being able to help the team. You know, and, uh, the coaches last year, you know, they helped me with that a lot just just to improve my game, and just um, just to help the team as well. All right, rapid fire questions that we ask everybody on the PCaster. You ready? All right, let's go. What's your favorite word or saying? Uh, jit. Jit. Yeah. <laughs> 
like legit? Like J-I-T. So it's like a Miami thing. Okay. It means like like little dude. Little dude. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what's the last book you read for fun? Uh, I'd probably say The Hunger Games. The, which one? All of them? The first one? I think it was like the first two of them. Okay. And then like after that stuff. When was that? That was like, <laughs> probably like uh, my Juco, my... My Juco sophomore year. Yeah. What's your worst habit? Uh, I tend to procrastinate a lot. So I'll say that's like, that's really bad. On like bad. school work and stuff? Yeah. I feel like we get that one a lot. Yeah. We're doing a lot of stuff that. Sunday night? Yeah. I don't know why. It's just bad for me. I got to stop doing that for real. Do you think you can walk a mile in less than 10 minutes? Yes. I think I get there. Mm-hmm. This is a roommate, me and my, or this is an argument me and my roommates had in college. I think I can. They don't think I can. I think I could. I think you could, too. Yeah. I, I, For sure. Yeah, 10 minutes, no problem. <laughs> yeah. What's one rule in sports that you want to change? Any rule. You can change or add a rule. Mm. Oh, that's tough. Any rule? I'd probably say, like, <laughs> like uh, you know, like in, I guess, like showboating-wise, but not in a bad way, you know. Like, like when somebody's like running down the sideline at football game and they like put their hand in the air and they yeah like, yeah, like, like they, they didn't do anything they don't take it they don't take it so badly like and they'll throw a flag and stuff like that I don't think that's really like that's bad to like the other team hanging know? on the rim maybe hanging on the rim I feel like you ever got heat up for hanging on the rim I never like hanging hang on the rim I really just do it and get off because I already know like they looking for that so I don't, I don't even try to get them get myself in that situation I feel like that's my least favorite call in basketball right there yeah just. I, it makes me so mad. It right does now. really, because like it's, it's like a big point in the game for the team, you know. It just it just brings it's uplifting. It brings energy to the team as well, you know. And the crowd gets into it. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Right. What app on your phone gets the most use? I'm gonna go with Twitter. Big Twitter guy. Yeah. Do you tweet a lot? What are you doing? No, you just I'm just scrolling. Just scrolling. I'm just scrolling. I, I see like anime, basketball, football, just funny videos. Just I, I'm on there. Most of the time. This should be an easy one. Uh, what's the last gift you gave somebody? The last gift? Yep, Christmas last week. Uh, I would say it was a big bed. What is it? Not bed. Yeah, bed, bath, and beyond. Like shampoos and stuff like that to my um, my grandmother. Okay. Yeah. Uh, if you had to cast your – okay, there's a movie about Elton Walker. Who are right. you casting to play yourself? I'm going. I'm going there. Say, I'm going to say me, you know. You're casting yourself. Yeah, for Perfect. Sure. You're yeah. the only person that can play I'm the only you. person, right. Nobody else can play Elton Walker. Saying, yeah. I like it. What's the most embarrassing song that you love? <laughs> I'm going to go with, I don't think it's embarrassing because I love it. I'm going to go with um, Hello from Adele. No, if, if, if you love it, it's perfect. That's, right, that's, yeah, that's good. You, somebody else might think it's embarrassing. Yeah, who cares? I love it, though, yeah. Yeah, like the music you like. Let's do it. If you could go to any concert, who would it be and why? <clears throat> I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with. Gunna. You never heard of Gunna? No. Rapper. Okay. Yeah, most definitely. Like ten out of ten, I'm going. Have you ever been to? Who Who's the last concert you went to? Last concert I've been to was J Cole. Back at Back at Home. That was a good one. I bet. It was crazy. So you've been to J Cole. You want to see Gunna? Right. Okay. Uh, what's the one place in the world you want to visit the most? For some reason, I want to go to London. London. Yeah. London's a nice place, I hear. Yeah, I want to go there so badly. I don't know why. What do you want to do in London? Or is it just. I just want to explore. You just want to go. Yeah, just no explore. No plan. Just go walk around. Right. Perfect. Uh, if you could have any three people over for dinner, who would they be? I'm going to go with Derrick Rose. I heard he was your favorite basketball player. Hello, Derrick Rose. You a big Chicago guy, or is it just Derrick Rose? Just Derrick Rose. Okay. I'm going to go with Derrick Rose, probably. Uh, not, not probably, for sure. Sorry. Uh, 
I'm gonna go in. I'm going. I'm gonna go ahead and put LeBron. I got to. And then I'm at my mom. We all in there together, you know. Your mom, LeBron James, and Daryl. It sounds like a good dinner. Great dinner. Perfect. Yeah. Who or what inspires you? Uh, I would say who. My mom, really. That's number one. Um, she's done a lot for me. She's been there for everything I've done. <clears throat> Just my backbone, really. Uh, what inspires me? Uh, really just, just everything, really. You know, just seeing, just seeing where I came from and where I've been. You know, I just want, like, the better for me. And I just want to show everybody around around me that hangs with me, you know, that's that's been associated with me, that I've, I've came a long way and I'm really working on doing, on doing big things in life. Just the whole journey. Right. Cool, cool. What advice would you give your younger self? Younger self, uh, really, just keep working. Don't, don't take things negative and don't, don't always think about the bad side of things and what the future holds. Always, always be locked in on the present and be locked in with that and just, and just be positive and be great. That's good advice. Right. Last question. Comes from Luke Brown, our last guest, the guy who picked you. Okay. He wants to know, what is your best or favorite experience that you've ever had that doesn't involve athletics? Here. It can be anywhere. <clears throat> okay. Your favorite, best experience. Non-athletic, though. He doesn't want to know. He, Luke Brown wants to know about Elton Walker, not basketball player Elton Walker. <laughs> All right. Best experience. <laughs> I would say, really, last year, snowball fight. We had a snowball fight over at SEMO. Um, First time seeing snow. You've never seen snow. I've never seen snow. Well, you're from Miami, so yeah. not a lot of snow. Never seen snow. So I would say that was that was a great experience for me. And just seeing like, just seeing like outside how it's just all icy and just white. You know, I've never had like a, a snowy like winter. Who won the snowball fight? Uh, probably was our it was our old coach. He had he had he had a, he had a ton of throws in. Had a good arm. Yeah. So he Did was, you get anybody he with crazy. the snowball? You know, I was just I was just happy to be there. Really, I was just man, I'm just creating. Just I ain't living really, in the yeah, snow. Yeah, I'm, I'm living it up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're going to get some more snow tonight. I already or know. tomorrow morning I, or be, I might be inside, though. I'm <laughs> Not going I out in the do snow. It. I can't do it. <laughs> Elton, yeah. thank you for your time. I'm sure you guys are get busy getting ready for uh, not, not SIE, Morehead State right. on Saturday. So, right. uh, hope to see you and the guys back out there Saturday. And like I said, thanks for your time. Yes, sir. Glad to be here. Thank you. Thank you to Elton Walker for taking some time out of his day getting ready for Morehead State on Saturday to uh, swing by and talk to us here on the PCAST. Alex, big yes. week for the NFL playoffs last week. Of the regular it is season. a huge week for the NFL playoffs. I would like to take this time to congratulate the Tennessee Titans, your Tennessee Titans. Yep, my Tennessee Titans. On earning the number one seed in the Stop. AFC. No. There no. is literally no way the Titans could screw it up. They're the number one seed. So props to me for saying this. Like Credit to me. Congratulations to the Tennessee Titans. Let me be the first to say it. Number one seed in the AFC, locked in stone. No way they could lose it. Just congratulations, Titans, number one seed in the AFC. 
I cannot first wait. round buy. I cannot wait to rewatch this podcast and hopefully, you know, being like, oh yeah, good job, Casey. I'm, but no, we, we haven't locked it up yet. No, you have. And Credit I, to me. Props to me for yeah, saying. Pro- it. Yep. Thanks for jinxing us. Also, another big congrats to the Tennessee Titans on winning their fourth ever AFC South South title. You know what that means? What does that mean? You now have three more than the Jaguars and only two more to go until you catch the Texans, the mighty Houston Texans. <laughs> the mighty Houston Texans. Just two more. Two more and you can catch Houston. Can, can we just live in this moment? I mean, we are the AFC South. Yeah, we can. You, you guys have not won the AFC South we can. in at least two years. We can live in this moment. Congratulations to the Titans on uh, back-to-back. Winning the AFC South. That's no, it. no, on back-to-back AFC South titles. Uh, the Texans have done that three times, so still a ways to go before you catch the mighty Houston Texans. Okay, thank you. Do you know that the Colts have won more AFC South titles from 2003 to 2007 than the Titans have all time? Did you know that the Colts are not winning the AFC South this year? I don't care. You sure? No. No. I, I congratulate your Titans. Props to me for being the biggest man here. Oh, totally. I've already congratulated you and said congrats on your number one seed in the AFC South. Or not the AFC South, mm-hmm. the AFC. Just the AFC, period. There's no way you can lose it. You got a first round by Kansas City's got to play in the first round. Mm-hmm. No possible way the Titans, Titans screw that up. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, as I knock on this wooden desk. There's no possible way. I mean, Derrick Henry's back. De- uh, I don't. I don't. I don't think Derrick Henry's going to play for the Texans. But I mean, he's I back. There's no way you guys can lose to Houston and and, and lose the number one seed in the AFC. I, I cannot wait to play you guys in a couple of weeks and just absolutely just do what we did in the regular season. You mean after the Colts get the sixth seed, beat the Bengals, and then come okay. to Nashville and beat the Titans? For one, you're not beating the Bengals. I mean, you know, Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase, they're going to put up No, nah, They're going to rest them in the final week of the season while the Colts are winning a must-win game in Jacksonville. And then, excuse me, after Bur- Burrow and Jamar Chase don't play for a week and have to come back and play in their first-ever playoff game, they're just going to crumble. I don't think they will. They're Joe, Joe, Joe Burrow. They're the Cincinnati. Live, uh, Bing, they're, okay. the cin- they're a Cincinnati franchise in the playoffs. It doesn't matter if it's the Bengals <laughs> or the Reds. I've seen this story too many times. The Bengals will choke. The Colts will win. They will beat the Titans in Nashville, and then we'll, I don't know what we'll do in the AFC Championship. But I won't care because we beat the Titans in the playoffs and ended your best season ever, probably. I, I'm going to let you think that. that okay. Cool. <laughs> Anything else about the NFL? Um. Not with any of the teams that we've discussed. Right, but teams that aren't in the playoffs. Teams that are not in the playoffs, especially the New York Jets. What happened to the New York Jets, Alex? New York Jets, for, for those of you guys that don't know, DJ Montgomery, former Austin P alum, uh, he's been on the, he was on the New York Jets practice squad throughout the year, uh, this year, and also last year. Uh, before that, he was on the Cleveland, Cleveland Browns practice squad. Well, against, on December 13th, against the New Orleans Saints. Against the New Orleans Saints. Saints made his NFL debut. He caught three passes for 36 yards, became the first former Austin P. Gov to tow the turf of an NFL field. I just love that. Um, since Jeff Gooch in 2005. Who was he? The, when was the last time a Gov made a catch in the NFL? Give, the, give the people I that stat. I got give him that stat. Uh, so DJ Montgomery is the first Austin P. player to record a reception since Percy Howard's 34-yard touchdown for the Dallas Cowboys in Super Bowl X. Who were they playing in Super Bowl X? Oh, man. Oh, probably no. Miami. I mean, that, that would honestly be my best guess. Am I going to have to Google this, though? You probably should look it up. 34, did the Cowboys win? No, they did not win that game. They, you know they lost, but you don't know who they lost to. Okay, hold up. Super Bowl 10. Super Bowl. Percy 10. Howard, 34-yard touchdown for the losing Dallas Cowboys. Yep. Shout out to Percy Howard, though. If he's listening. Uh, it, was, it was the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, my dad would love to hear that. I'm sure he's listening. I'm sure he, so, he, yes. I'm sure he knew that. Mm. What was the score? Let's see. What is the score? 
at least seven for Dallas. At least we, we know at, at least six for Dallas. That's what we at do At least know. six for Dallas and at least seven for Pittsburgh. So the Steelers defeated the Cowboys by the score of 21-17. to 17. Where? Uh, do, 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 Miami. The Orange Bowl? Yep. There you go. There it is, folks. There, there, there is your trivia on Austin B, though. Shout out to DJ Montgomery. I uh, can't wait to see him play in the NFL. Hopefully full-time next year. Yeah, I mean, he, he's honestly, he's been on the active roster for the past couple of weeks, too. Um, recorded a tackle a couple of weeks ago. But a tackle, a nice special team. Special team stuff. Yeah, he's doing it all. It. We love it. Let's transition to baseball for a moment, since okay. they've decided to get back in the news here around January 5. Uh, Rob Manfred still hates baseball, and uh, there's no chance the season starts on time. No, they're, they're going to miss a couple games. No, they're going to miss spring training. Uh, spring training is going to get shortened and pushed back, and it's going to get all weird, and we're going to miss games because Rob Manfred hates baseball. They haven't had a meaningful meeting in at least 30 days with the Players Association. Uh, they're so far apart that the time left before spring training. Players pitch and catch usually report at the beginning of February. Right. Um, that's not We're not going to be done in 30 days. Oh, no, uh, no Rob decided to fire Ken Rosenthal from MLB Network because Ken Rosenthal criticized him in a – article he wrote for The Athletic. Ken Rosenthal works for Fox Sports, The Athletic, and formerly MLB Network. Uh, so if you don't like Rob Manford, don't write mean things about him because he'll fire you or maybe try and have you killed. I don't know. Um, Jeff Passan wrote something about the lockout this morning. I'm worried about Jeff Passan. We need to get security on that guy. He's too valuable to lose. Maybe Rob Manford should try just being better at his job. One would think. Maybe I he mean, should just try liking baseball. You, you would think that's an important thing for a guy you know, like in charge of baseball. You would think. Uh, uh, I, I don't need any more man for time in my life. I'm done with him. National championship National. next Monday. Yep. Alabama and Georgia. Yep. Again. Uh, again. But yeah, at least it's not Alabama Clemson. <laughs> uh, yeah. Who are you going for? Neither. Same. I would prefer Alabama to win. Okay. Because Georgia hasn't won a title since Jimmy Carter was in office. Georgia hasn't won a title since 1980 when Vince Dooley was their head coach. <clears throat> if Georgia wins, we open up a whole new thing. Yeah, we do. If Georgia doesn't win, they still haven't won a title in 42 years. I am all for that. If Bama wins, nothing changes. Yeah, it's same old, same old. No, uh, just you know. Bama won again. Saban's got eight. No, it, who cares? Nobody Nick cares. Sam- nothing changes. Nothing exactly. happens. Not it's just all. another Bama title. However, I do think this is Georgia's best chance. Yeah, probably. I mean, they've got that just absolutely insane defense, and they've got a decent offense. They've got good skill players. They do. They're not great at quarterback. No. Mm. I also think Kirby Smart's an idiot. But um, you and I both. Okay. Yeah, he definitely does not live up to his last name. No, no, no. Uh, Alabama's biggest advantage is having Saban over Kirby Smart. Easily. But I, mean, I think Georgia might have a better team. We'll see. I, you know, both I, of these coaches are going to spend the next seven, six, four, five, something like that. However many days trying to convince their team that they, everyone thinks they suck, and whichever one does a better job of convincing their team that the media and everybody else thinks they suck will win the game. Oh, that's, that's definitely Nick Saban. He's I mean, trying to convince his team that they are the underdogs and they suck, which they are technically are a three-point underdog. Really? I think so. I honestly didn't see that. That's yeah, crazy. I saw that somewhere. Uh, rat poison, you know? Rat poison. It is, that is, I don't think we talk about that enough. Nick Saban's greatest thing is that he can convince his team that they suck. And that everybody thinks they suck. Even though they're all, I mean, they're, they're, they're seven-string left tackle as a five-star. They're all overlooked, though, if you ask them. Absolutely. Which is why I think they will. They will. Uh, like I said, I think this is George's best chance. I don't know what's going to happen. Right. Big argument going on. What's Are there too many bowl games? It's a no from me. I, I want to say yes, because, I mean, like, you look at some of the names. I mean, like, the Mayo Bowl, granted, I'm a very big fan of the, you know, post-game, you know, Mayo dumping. But at the same time, I mean, you have a bowl called the Mayo Bowl. 
but I, I don't know. I, I like watching all the teams. It just it makes football it go on longer. It used to be called the Mayo Bowl. What did it used to be called? It was the Belk Bowl. Ah, no, that's right. And it was something else before then. I imagine it had a more traditional name, like the Tax Slayer Bowl used to be the Gator Bowl. Mm-hmm. Now it's the Tax Slayer Gator Bowl, but it's just Tax Slayer Bowl. All the bowl games started out with more <laughs> traditional names like that, and they've all just had picked up weird sponsors along the way. I don't think there's too many. Because it gives me something to do. Right. If there were less bowl games, I'd be bored. Do you have a favorite bowl game? Um, I've, I've always been a fan of the Rose Bowl. I mean, just oh, watching. I, I mean, yes, ev- I everything watch, to do I with it. I watch the Rose Bowl every year. And I mean, this year's Rose Bowl was just yeah, absolutely Rose Bowl. Insane. Uh, Cotton Bowl was cool when they used to play it out at the old uh, mm-hmm. at the Cotton Bowl. Yeah. Not not in Texas, not in uh, Jerry World, Dallas. Mm-hmm. Like the actual Cotton Bowl Stadium. Yeah, yeah, that's the one I'm thinking of. Uh, I like that one. Uh, I like whenever Tennessee plays in a nice destination, and all my <laughs> friends and family sometimes get to meet up down there and go to the game. Oh yeah, about about Tennessee. What not you, the Music City think? Bowl. What do you think about the Music City Bowl? Uh, well, Paul Feinbaum declared it a win for Tennessee, so this podcast recognizes what Paul Feinbaum says. Deal. <laughs> I think we can all agree on that. Um, what else do we have to talk about here? There was something else. Or is that it? That's all I got when it comes to college football. Other than the fact that I am just, I cannot wait. You know, yes, Georgia might have a better team, but I cannot wait for them to just absolutely get their butts banked. I would love to watch Georgia lose. Uh, let's talk about Austin Peay Sports finally. Let's talk about Austin Peay It's Peace been Peace. long enough. Um, women's basketball. Men's basketball. Doubleheader. Saturday. Dunn Center. Moorhead State. One thirty for the women. 4 o'clock for the men. Talk about the women's games first. The Eagles come in. Well, they're 1-11 right now. They will play Tennessee Tech in Cookville on Thursday night. Uh, Moorhead State also has a first-year head coach in Caleb Petrie. The Eagles lost their head coach from last year, Greg Todd, to EKU. Their top two scores also transferred with Gabby Crawford going to LaSalle and Ariel Kirkwood following Greg Todd to EKU. Uh, Moorhead lost their first two OVC games to EIU and Tennessee State to open OVC play. So it's a pretty new team. A lot of people didn't play last year maybe, and then a lot of new players. Um, tough start to the season at 1-11. of 11. 1-11, their only win is against Midway. Which is a what were they D two? Sure, we looked up. Not division one. Not their only win is a non division one win. Uh, like I said, they will play Tennessee Tech tomorrow night, so they have a chance to pick up a win before they come to Clarksville. Um, I think this is a game the Govs should win. I mean, you should. I this mean, this is one where you should take care of business. Yeah, I mean, take care of business kind of game. Get in, get out. Do what I you think you look at the numbers. We have a better team. I think that's pretty pretty fair to say. Yeah. Uh, so don't overlook anybody though. Come yep. in, come ready to play. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, get everybody back healthy, and uh, take care of business. On the other hand, the men, not the case for the men's game. No, the the men have a tall task. Tall task for the men. Uh, Moorhead State's one and zero in the OVC, tied with Murray and Martin for the Murray and Martin for the league lead. Uh, pretty good record start to the season. Eight and five. Play a lot of good teams. Yeah, they are nine and five. Nine and five. A lot of good teams. Moorhead State has played. Open OVC play with a sixty-three or fifty win against EIU in Moorhead, Kentucky. Uh, no surprises. Jani Broom leads the team in scoring 15.6 points a game and in rebounding 10.3 a game. Alex, tell me all about the defending OVC tournament champions. Well, I mean, I mean, you kind of talked about it. I mean, they're nine and five, but I mean, their losses are: you lost to Mississippi State, you lost to number 22 Xavier. Um, it's basically you've won the games you should win. You've lost the games people expected you to win. They haven't looked terrible in any of their losses. I mean, Jani Brown, uh, Broom. Broom, not Brown, Broom. Sorry. Um, you know, last year was OVC Freshman of the Year. Tournament Player of the Year? OVC Tournament Player of the Year, Freshman of the Year, um, CollegeInsiders.com, Freshman All-America. And then coming into this year, he was a Lou Henson watch list. I mean, also last year, led the OVC in blocks, 11th in the country in double-doubles with 13. I mean, he can, he can 
basically do a little bit of everything. He's a good player. He's a very good player. I mean, he, you know, yes, it's Moorhead. Yes, it's an OVC rival. But, you know, you got to respect the guy. I What's mean, the answer to Janai Broom? I say he, he doesn't shoot threes. I mean, he, he, he makes his living, you know, in the painted area. Okay. So when he gets in the paint, you got to double him. I mean, put either that or I mean, I truly think that you put Elijah on him down there, down low. Throw a big body at him. Ed, that's going to be a big. It was everybody in the OVC's attempt to stop Terry Taylor. Throw your biggest body at him. Exactly. But I how mean, big is Janai Broom? I honestly don't know. I mean, I don't know. But I mean, for a guy that's averaging fifteen point six and fifteen six. Yeah, but you see that number next to Terry, and he's six five, so it doesn't matter. That's true. Well, let's let's find out. Let us find out. This is incredible podcast. This is as we Google Janai Broom's height. Yep. I'm gonna guess like six six, maybe short. Maybe I'm maybe I'm maybe he's like six four, really just throwing everybody out of the way. No, I know he's He's got to be a tall guy, right? I mean, you would think. Again, we said that about Terry last year. People would think Terry. He's six ten. He's six. He's he's a he's a big guy. So you're throwing Elijah Hutchins every time. Yeah, Elijah's gonna go cover him. Okay, and yeah, hold hold him to less than his. I mean, he's shooting fifty seven percent on the season. Hold him less than that, and. Big game for the men. Very big game. You, you want to come out here and win it. I mean, get Nate James back. Yep. Get the team all back together. Big game. This is one, you know, get everybody up. Get up in the dunk. Everybody should be in the dunk center for this. I mean, you should, I mean what else do you have going on? I mean, yeah. it, come hang out in the dunk. Yeah, watch, exactly. Watch, watch Nate James get his first OVC win. There's no more bowl games. No, there is, there is no more bowl LSU games. LSU played the last one last night. Yes. Go LSU. I'm joking. But that's all of that. That is all. That's all that. the basketball. Katie Etheridge, Riley Flynn, Matthew Fitzpatrick. They have all the community service opportunities for you. Nobody's here at the moment, though. There's no school going on. So uh, maybe there's not a great deal of community service opportunities for you guys in Clarksville. I'm sure you can find them if you want to go out on your own and do it. Uh, but, you know, do something good in your hometown while you're there for a few more days. Go out and uh, find something to do in your hometown. Get back to where you came from. It's a good thing to do. Uh, also, now is the time. It's a great time to give a shout-out to Katie, Riley, Matthew, and Morgan Mitchell for helping all of our student-athletes set another Austin P record with a – 3.351 department GPA last fall. Round of applause. Go Govs. 65 student-athletes, that's one-fifth of all the student-athletes, had a 4.0 GPA last semester. The women's basketball and women's golf team each had 100% of their student-athletes earn recognition, meaning they were named to the 80s honor roll or are eligible for the dean's list. Uh, it's also the ninth consecutive semester we've had a department-wide 3.0 or better GPA. Uh, ninth time in a row, but it's only happened 12 times ever. Wow. That's pretty big. Nine's a big number in that It, it really is. It's also the fourth straight semester that all 15, hold on, all 15 varsity sports at Austin P have had a 3.0 or better. There you go. Got some smart guys. So, you know, once again, shout out to all the student athletes. But, you know, shout out to everybody that helped them. The academic staff, the training staff that keeps them healthy, strength staff for keeping them in shape, everybody that does anything to help these student athletes. Shout out to you guys for helping them because they're not only succeeding on the court or on the field. They're succeeding in the classroom, and they're doing pretty good. That they are. They're balling out in the classroom, really. <laughs> One could say. One might say, as the kids would say. <laughs> as the kids would say nowadays. Alex, how can people follow us on uh, social media? Okay. So uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Let's Go P, or find us on Facebook at Austin P. Governors. Good. Anything good. else? Yeah, shout out to Eric, Robin, and Carter for all the stuff they've been putting online. I mean, you know, just because school hasn't been in session, I mean, we they've definitely still been busy putting out the say graphics. They're still balling out on social media. They're still like the balling, out, balling out, out in the classroom. There you go. You got it. Let's go P.com for dates, news, stories, and events. Cody Bush, Nathan Palkowski, Alex Allard, and myself. 
you've got all the uh, everything you can need on PlesCoFee.com. So go check it out. You know what else you're going to need to come watch the Govs this weekend and what's, every other weekend? What's that? You're going to need tickets. How do you get kit tickets? You get in contact with our ticket guru, Johnny Mitchell. He's got all the information you can use to get in the game. Give old two-ring John a call. Buy those OVC basketball tickets now. Uh, Saturday, January 8th, that's this Saturday against Moorhead State, is your next chance to see the Govs. Then they're back at home the following Saturday, January 15th, against Eastern Illinois. Give Johnny a call. He'll answer on the second ring. I guarantee it. Uh, VIP Hoops, it's back for all conference doubleheaders. The food is provided by Outback Steakhouse. Coke, a cola, and adult drinks are provided by the Hand Family Company. VIP Hoops is available to purchase for all Monocle-level members of the Monocle Society. $15 for single games or $75 season tickets. Uh, call Johnny to purchase those VIP Hoops tickets. Or for all your other Monocle Society information, even for this, give Max Remy a call. He'll take care of you. He'll get you. If you're not in the Monocle Society, he'll get you in it. If you need help with the Monocle Society, he'll help you out. If you need VIP Hoops tickets, Max can get you in the right direction. Find us on iCloud. Oh, boy. Wow. iCloud. That's new. It's go. not new, but uh, <laughs> I can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, or directly on the website. That was much better. Uh, let's go P.com backslash podcast. Give us a rating or review. Five stars. Five stars. How many stars? Five stars. How many? Five. How many would you like? Five. What would you give us? Five. Would you give us a review? I sure would. What would it say? Good job, Alex. Good job, Alex. Give Alex a review, right? <laughs> Good job, Alex, on the, on the reviews. Uh you want to suggest a guest, let us know if a local or on-campus event we should shout out. It's supposedly going to snow tomorrow, so uh, Thursday in Clarksville, snow. Let us know how you're preparing for that. Milk and bread, maybe? What? That's what oh, everybody gets when it yeah. snows, right? Milk and bread. Milk, bread, and toilet paper? I mean, that's... <laughs> yeah, that's what you got to have. <laughs> Tweet us. I'm C underscore Craig 19. He's Alex Allard underscore APSU. Shout out JLo's dad. Shout out Steve Willard. Shout out Bud Jenkins. Shout out Betty White. Rest in peace. I'll talk to you next week. So long, everybody. It's just an old beat-up truck. Some say that I should trade up now that I got some jangle in my pocket. But what they don't understand is it's the miles that make a man. I wouldn't trade that thing in for a rocket. What they don't know is my dad and me, we drove her out to Tennessee. She's still here now, he's gone. So I hold on. It's just an old beat-up box, it's rusty strings across the top. It probably don't look like much to you. But these dents and scratches in the wood, yeah, that's what makes it sound so good.